0: Thank you for listening to the First Baptist Church podcast. If you would like more information about our church, please visit www.fbcottawa.org. Why are we here? why are we here sounds like a rather existential philosophical question that's loaded that one could spend a a university semester explicating and pontificating on and exploring why are we here why are we human beings here that's the quest that most of us are on isn't it why are we here Of course, I'm really not exactly after that deep existential question, why are we here? Why why do we have breath? Although that's always the undercurrent of the spiritual life. I'm really asking more in light of this morning's gospel reading, why are we here? Like, why were they in the synagogue? Why are we here in this space set apart for worship this this place this church formed in 1864 this this american baptist church this sanctuary these hallowed grounds this sanctuary with with wonderful stained glass windows and high ceilings and gold leaf and and an ornate cross and a place that is sanctified set apart for worship why are we here I mean, are we here because it's the habit of Sunday morning? It's not a bad habit. In fact, it's a good one. But why uh, are we here? Are, are, are we here to do good? Are we here to, to check a box? I mean, why, why are we here? Are, are we here to, to see the, the Lord do delivering work? Or are we just here to maybe clarify the rules? why are we here in the gospel reading this morning jesus is teaching in the synagogue the place of worship the house of worship the place where the scriptures would be read where a lesson would be given it would be kind of like going to church right why were the people gathered there on that day on that sabbath day where jesus came to the synagogue And and while Jesus was at the synagogue, there was a woman and I wonder why was she there? She was bent over She had an ailment She was afflicted by by sickness 18 long years she was bent over I want to invite you to go to synagogue with this woman for a moment and maybe maybe it'll invite us to come to church today like today she was bent over life had her hunched over she couldn't look ahead she couldn't look up she could only look at the ground she could only she could, she couldn't there there was not looking forward there was there seemed little to look forward to she was hunched over i wonder what What has us hunched over today? What's 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 got our shoulders slumped and our back bent and our eyes Down and us drawn inward. What what? Spiritual affliction what what arthritis of the soul has us has us contorted what what spine Condition of of the spirit has us where we can't stand up straight What has us bent over? She had a physical ailment, but but I believe that we arrive in synagogue, we arrive in church, and it's not just physical ailments that have us bent over. There are things in the mind and things in the world and things in our spirit and the way we see things. And and sometimes our attitude, (laughs) sometimes our perspective, sometimes things that have happened to us, sometimes it's burdens that haven't been released or a grief that's too heavy, or a regret that won't go away, or a betrayal that still stings, or tears that steer, still fall, or a just a sense of shame and less than this, like are you bent over this morning? Has life been coming too fast, or, or anxiety too much? It's been coming like a mighty rushing wind, and a weight that's too heavy to carry. Sometimes we can show up even in synagogue, and we're like this woman, we're we're bent over just looking down about all we can manage to do is get one foot in front of the other she showed up bent over I wonder this morning if we dare to admit what what has us hunched over drawn inward looking down thinking only of our pain ourselves our, our, our burdens could we be here slumped over this morning when the woman shows up she shows up in the synagogue and of course the good news that's in this is when we when we show up bent over jesus is the one that that touches us and says stand up <laughs> She she's straightened up jesus has power over whatever it was that ailed her and tells her to stand up Now, as I was thinking about this passage and and looking at it for today and thinking about this good place, I wondered if there wasn't a word for corporately First Baptist Church Ottawa. Is is there a word for First Baptist Church Ottawa? Have we, I just want to ask, have we been bent over? Hmm? Hmm? I mean, has First Baptist Church Ottawa maybe maybe for a season of pain and suffering and and just being real and people not being here and people leaving and, and conflict and pondering that and wondering, I mean, have we been bent over? did we show up this morning we a little bent over And, and we're just looking down. And I just want to say in synagogue this morning, in church this morning, Jesus is here and Jesus is looking at first Baptist church, Ottawa. And he's saying your ailment, your time of being bent over is done. Stand up straight, stand up straight because, because Jesus is doing a work, wants to do a work. And he says, that season is over. That season is over. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. But it's up to us. Like It's up to us to stand up and say in the name of jesus we will be a stand up in the name of jesus kind of place we will will be a place that stands tall not because we're special because jesus is good and jesus is loving and jesus is kind because because we will be a people who declares god to to the community god loves you god is with you do not be afraid god welcomes you home god is with us And we'll be a people that says, we're gonna stand up and therefore we're gonna encourage anybody that comes. Like, because you know, people can show up at church. Oh, they can show up bent over. They're scared to look up. They wonder if they'll be accepted. They wonder if they'll be welcomed. They wonder if they'll be judged. They wonder if they'll be shamed. And so for us to stand up First Baptist Church Ottawa, then we've got to be a place. God calls us to be a place that says, no, you you don't have to be bent over here. When you show up here, you don't have to be bent over. Your past, you don't have to be bent over. Forgiveness is spoken here. Your, your, your lifestyle and orientation that causes you angst and, and, and difficulty, or, or you just know who you are, but you wonder if, if you'll be accepted for who you are. Don't be bent over. You'll be embraced here. You'll be journeyed with here. You'll be loved here. You'll be safe here. Stand up for who. God calls people to be stand up for those who who have maybe they walk in and they've struggled with addiction or they've got a prison record and, and maybe maybe that's us it doesn't matter you see stand up Jesus says stand up it's not bent over anymore so we're we're a place that God is speaking that word to to stand up and he wants to speak that word through us that he's spoken to us that we don't have to be bent over anymore. Not bent over anymore Some of the greatest joys in in being a worshiping community is seeing someone delivered from being bent over You have the stories you have your own story and I have mine We have our own personal journeys where we've been bent over. We've been afflicted we we've been drawn in we felt shame we felt the burden and then we've seen the life of the church also bring life to people where they can stand up by the encounter with the living god by the encounter with the touch of jesus to stand up to stand up your affliction has left you there are persons everywhere all around us all they may cover it over but i want to say and anybody listening you are welcome here because god's love is spoken here and we want to say that this is a place where people are encouraged and built up to stand up because God is love. Woman, you are set free from your ailment. And she began praising God. Now, remember last week the sermon was, was about the gospel text that Jesus says, I've come not to bring division, come not to bring peace, but division came to bring a sword and and my heart was racing fast and I was sweating and all that with that message and what to do with that and wrestled with it all week and how do we do that and not uh, make challenging situations worse. But here in the synagogue is an example of what Jesus was talking about so this woman you would think that everybody's jumping up and down and praising god they'd become charismatic they'd jump a pew they'd raise their hands they would clap their hands they'd shout hallelujah they'd sing a fast song i mean i mean let let the let the praise and worship team go just turn loose because this woman's been healed but no that's not what happens in this story the leader of the synagogue the one who had some power says no This is not what's supposed to happen on this day. You see, I I wanna build, try to build in just a little understanding, maybe a a slice, a thin slice of compassion for the synagogue leader, because, because Sabbath keeping was one of the identifying markers of the people of God. So land, temple, Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible and keeping the law and, and, the Pharisees in particular, I mean, they built things around the law to make sure they never broke the religious Torah, the religious law, the laws of Moses. They wanted to make sure that they were in full obedience to God. And one of those things was Sabbath keeping. I mean, so you didn't work on the Sabbath and a work of healing was determined to be work. But that was one of the identifying markers of the people of God. I mean, you can't you can't undo identity markers Right You can't undo identity markers and the church has fought since at least 1517 over thousands of identity markers over things that we would determine as essential You can't undo identity markers. But Jesus just did one. He says, No, I'm going to redefine Sabbath. I'm going to show you what we're doing here and what it looks like to be here. It is good to do good on the Sabbath. And he tells her to stand up. What kind of good? do we want to see happen on the Sabbath? Do we want to see works of wholeness, works of forgiveness, set free from bondage, relationships being made whole? Those, what good do we want to see happen on the Sabbath, and what, what rules are we willing to break to see that good happen? I suppose that the good that happens on the Sabbath is not always going to bring great harmony. I wish it would. I Suppose that that the unconditional welcome and love of God is not always going to bring people on the same page although God longs for it to be the case I Guess we get to decide We we get to decide whether whether we identify with the woman and celebrate the woman being told to stand up or whether we secretly Identify with a synagogue ruler that wants to put boundaries around where the love of God can go. Listen to a podcast with Father Richard Rohr, and he just laughed out loud. and He said, how preposterous of us to think that we can tell God who he can love. doing good on the sabbath is all kinds of people is social barriers being broken down because we're all related to jesus red brown yellow black white rich poor young old grow up in church never been in church addicted never addicted imprisoned felony never been in prison it doesn't like educated not educated those with homes and those with out of place to lay their head. That's a worshiping community that breaks down every social stratification. I mean, like, is it good to do good on the Sabbath? On why are we here? Why are we here? So I believe it's beautiful and healthy at times in, in contemplative prayer to seek that place of Peace that place of peace that sometimes I'll talk about at prayer and, and be in that space with God, be in that space with, with Jesus and, and to feel the presence of God. But, but I want to ask for another picture today. I want, you to, I want to pause just for a second and let you have a picture form. And I want you to see people walking through those doors and those doors and that door. And I want you to see people, and I, I I want you to begin to picture who they are. Some may have names that you know, or maybe they're just somebody you've seen. I want you to picture and and picture picture yourself welcoming them. Picture the embraces. Oh, COVID! Picture the hugs. Picture the encounter with Jesus It says stand up picture the encounter as it says you're safe here. You're loved here Is it good to do good on the Sabbath or not picture people flooding in Some well-dressed Some with clothes that haven't been washed in weeks and everywhere in between. Some with the best of perfumes and some with other kinds of perfume. Some who know when to stand and when to sit and familiar with church and some who don't have an idea at all. Because you see, actually all of humanity is seeking the answer to why are we here. Oh, they're asking us, why are you here? Are you here to insulate yourself from the world? Or are you here to offer the love of God to the world? But all of humanity is, why are we here? Why are we here? To love God, to love our neighbors, ourselves, and to be in places where that is lived out, embodied, encouraged, enhanced, built up, and expressed in the name of Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit. So may our gatherings be a living, tangible example of why we are here. Let's pray. Oh, loving God in the name of Jesus. uh, Lead us, guide us, shape us, form us, forgive us, encourage us. And may we individually and corporately experience something of your divine touch where we're cured of that, bent over hunched over looking down painful ailment oh lord jesus help us to trust that you have spoken that very word to us that the darkness the accuser the satan has been overcome You've told us to stand up straight. In your name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to the First Baptist Church podcast. We invite you to worship with us every Sunday morning at 930 in Ottawa, Kansas. You can find more information about our church at www.fbcottawa.org.